0: Who is ready to hear me ramble on about gut health? Because I have some really important things to share. And as you can tell by the title, I have one of the most important key factors to supporting your gut, which a lot of people don't even think about. So oftentimes, whenever people think of gut health, automatically they jump to, I need a probiotic. But there is so much more and there's actually a huge psychological and mental component to supporting our gut as well, which is what I want to talk about today. So today I wanted to talk about the impacts of stress on our gut. And this is something that a lot of people don't even consider. A lot of people think if they're dealing with bloating, then they have an imbalance with their gut microbiome, which could be the reason, of course, they think that the only solution is a probiotic, but there is so much more to our gut health, to our digestion, to how our digestive system functions that we can really support and specifically stress, has a huge component in how our digestive system functions. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you're dealing specifically with bloating, And you're noticing you're also an A-type, goal-driven, high-performing woman, or you are just always busy, or you're always go, 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 and you're always running around, then it is really important to take these things into consideration. Because if we are, even if we're eating healthy, and we can still be in a more stressed out state and have our body in a more stressed out state, and this can impact your breakdown of foods and our digestive function. And so we may be experiencing bloating. Even though we're eating healthy, we may be experiencing bloating. You may notice that you may possibly start developing food sensitivities as well, or food intolerances. If we're not digesting and breaking down our foods effectively, then this is where that can actually develop later on into potential food sensitivities. And nobody wants that. Right. And that can contribute to a lot of inflammation. You may also be experiencing heartburn or acid reflux. Now, oftentimes people think if they're experiencing heartburn or acid reflux, this means that your body is producing too much stomach acidity and your stomach is, your digestion is actually overactive, right? You have too much stomach acidity, but too much stomach acidity is actually, unfortunately, rarely the case. And so a lot of people are taking these proton pump inhibitors or these antiacids and they're even decreasing things even further and hindering their digestive function even more when actually it's a due to your body not producing enough digestive enzymes and enough stomach acidity. And it's actually having difficulty breaking down the foods that you're eating. And therefore, it's really kind of pushing it up and sitting there in your kind of stomach and you're having difficulty kind of actually digesting the food that you're eating. So again, These are red flags. These are signs from your body that it is having some issues, that it's needing some support. And so again, a lot of the times people either brush things off or they don't know how to actually address things and they struggle with it for a prolonged period of time. And unfortunately, like our gut health is such a key component to our overall health. And there's actually a huge correlation, oftentimes, even with autoimmune disorders, right? Sure, there may be a genetic predisposition for developing autoimmune disorders, but there's often a stress component and a poor gut health component to it. And again, this is where if we don't address these things about our body, these kind of imbalances or these issues with how our body is actually functioning, and we're ignoring these red flags for a prolonged period of time, this is where it can really kind of domino effect to other systems throughout the body. And so paying attention to our gut health is super, super important because that is literally, literally where the outside world becomes our cells. That is literally where we take the nutrients from foods that we eat and we break it down into those nutrients for our cells. And it literally creates every cell in our body and fuels every cell in our body and becomes us. It is a big deal, guys. And so, it's really important to take these things in consideration and pay attention to these red flags. And so, if you're dealing with chronic gut health issues, if you're chronic bloating, if you're noticing you're actually developing more and more and more food sensitivities or intolerances, and in you're yet unable to eat more and more, and you're feeling super restrictive, and things aren't getting better, or you're dealing with this chronic heartburn or acid reflux, listen to your body. Because again, this can develop into kind of more complex issues down the road if unaddressed for a prolonged period of time. It can also, a lot of the times like dysbiosis, right, imbalances even with our gut microbiome or even H. pylori or SIBO or candida overgrowth, it is often due to low stomach acidity, poor digestion, and our body unable to maintain proper balance and kind of keep those bad bacteria out and really support those good bacteria and stuff too. So sometimes it's related to that. Again, our gut health can contribute to other systems in our body, right? So our digestive system and our intestinal system, if there's imbalances and chronic inflammation in there, that can contribute to systemic stress, systemic inflammation. And again, our digestion and our intestinal system. like It's not always just about what you eat. It's also what you actually absorb. And so if you're actually having issues absorbing key nutrients, then again, you can run into these nutritional deficiencies and you can also develop hormonal imbalances. And this could be related to stress. You can also be impacting like estrogen detox and you can develop even estrogen dominance, right? You can develop even with the liver. If we are dealing with A ton of toxins being actually absorbed through the intestinal tract, like the foods improperly digested, or we are dealing with imbalances of the gut microbiome, right? We can also be burdening our liver. And our liver is crucial for specifically, even like our hormone production, but specifically with conversion of our thyroid hormones. So, again, unaddressed long term kind of gut health issues can develop into hormonal imbalances. And there is often a gut component to a lot of these issues that a lot of women are facing. And I specialize with helping women really specifically in terms of body composition, really kind of who are struggling, hit these plateaus, dealing with these hormonal imbalances, right? Their body, they're feeling a ton of resistance from their body to achieve certain body composition goals, or they're just simply exhausted all the time and they don't know why. They're exhausted, they're bloated, they're not feeling good, they're dealing with all of these issues. I work with a lot of women with autoimmune disorders as well, or diagnosis certain hormonal imbalances or hypothyroidism. And so even in these scenarios, there's often a gut health component. And with our gut, we always have to ask ourselves why? What is the root cause as to why we are dealing with these imbalances with our gut? Or our digestion isn't functioning optimally. And that being said, digging deeper, oftentimes I find one of the things that I find in many scenarios, which people tend not to talk about, is stress. And that's why I want to have this conversation now because I want to bring this to your awareness. If you are somebody who is very stressed out, (laughs) very busy, very on the go, you're really working hard, you're in that hustle culture, grind mode, and you are also dealing with poor gut health issues despite eating healthy, trying to focus on your gut, taking a probiotic, all of these different things, and you're still struggling and you don't know why. Look at your stress and the crazy thing is that we can develop like high stress scenarios due to even just our thoughts And this is why taking a holistic approach to even fitness goals or health goals is crucial because again, our mind is powerful (laughs) and stressed, right? Our body can't really distinguish whether we are noticing a threat, like a psychological threat, something that's just made up in our mind, right? Or if we have like an actual physical threat in front of us, the response by our body is often very similar. And so again, this hustle culture. The state where a lot of people are living just simply due to society nowadays is very enforcing of this high stress mode constantly. A lot of people are working really hard. They're constantly on the go. They're rushing around through meals, right? They're going from one errand to another errand. Also mentally, perfectionism, putting a lot of pressure on yourself, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you have a lack of time. All of these thoughts and these feelings have an impact on our nervous system and therefore too can impact our gut and our digestive function. And so again, when we are in a more stressed out state, our nervous system is in more of that sympathetic state. And so we're in that fight or flight mode. Your body isn't going to be prioritizing digestion. If you're in that fight or flight mode, it's going to be focusing on getting you ready to fight or flight, And so again, we really want to make sure our nervous system is in a parasympathetic state. It is relaxed. It's in that rest and digest state, right? This is where it is producing the right enzymes. It is producing enough stomach acidity. It is moving things along through your intestinal tract adequately. It is relaxed. And as I explained, there are two very different states your nervous system can be. And a lot of people are are a lot more sympathetic dominant and they don't even know it. And so again, they're hindering their digestive function throughout the day on a daily basis. And they're still eating those foods and they're scarfing them down. They're in a rush. They're not chewing, right? They have a like five minutes in between meetings, and they're eating really quickly. And of course, we're not really giving our body the opportunity to break down those foods as efficiently. And if this is something that is chronic and reoccurring and on a daily basis, again, this could be actually a root cause for like developing certain issues. And so, really, really important to pay attention to these things. And so, that being said, right, like even for myself, way back in the day, I was actually told that I had celiac disease. I was diagnosed as celiac from doctors as well as a naturopath due to kind of a number of different tests and stuff. And of course, if you're familiar with celiac disease, this means that you actually have a very severe immune response to gluten specifically. And so, I remember being like, and it's technically an autoimmune disorder. And I remember asking myself and being like, wow, like I used to be able to eat gluten fine. Where did this come from? What happened and stuff? And this actually, I started having these major gut issues after my Arnold's prep. So my prep for Arnold Amateur is a bikini competition and I had a very very stressful prep. It was hard, it was stressful. I was dealing with a lot not just with trying to really push my body physically every single day in order to get like the body composition and the conditioning that I needed in order to be competitive on an international stage, but I was also dealing with a lot day-to-day lifestyle like in my life i was working a job we ended up making some major shifts inside the office and everything and so the workload increased it was a very stressful toxic environment it was not very a very fun time and i remember so of course like i'd have to wake up super early in order to get my fast and cardio in before i had to work full time was jumping from my full time job back to the gym right after, pushing myself, working hard, and then having to do a bunch of other stuff like during the day, obviously, like just the typical lifestyle, getting ready, and then trying to go to bed early enough so I can wake up at 4 a.m. again. And I was in that hustle mode straight hustle mode, being like, you know what? I just got to push. If I want it, I just got to push for it. No pain, no gain, right? Sleep is for the weak. Stupid stuff like that was what I was thinking at the time. And I did not pay attention to stress throughout that rep. I just worked my butt off, kept pushing, and just thought that the harder I pushed, the better results I would get. And I learned the hard way that this is not the case. So not only was I feeling very stressed out and overwhelmed and burnt out by the end of it, but my body was also not responding the same way as it had in previous preps. And a key part to this is due to not sleeping enough, overtraining, not allowing enough for recovery, and also just being in this constant stressed out state for eight hours a day. If not more, because I was like, as soon as I finished work, I was like, man, I have to go back to work. And I was also working overtime a lot. I was having to come early because I had these deadlines and these big projects. And I was, it was just straight unhappiness and anxiety and overwhelm mentally. I love doing my competition prep. That's what fueled me. That's what kept me going. But it was a challenge. And again, my body stopped responding. And at the time, I had this mentality that I just had to push harder. And I just had to push my body more. I had to do more cardio. Maybe I had to cut my calories more. I had to cut carbs. I was doing, don't know if I should admit this. I was doing almost like two hours of cardio a day, fasted cardio a day. And pretty much eating zero carbs. And I was burnt out because we had a deadline. We were trying to push and I wanted to get the my body ready and get the conditioning that I needed. And we were on a time crunch. And so again, I had this mentality thinking the harder I pushed, the better it was. I was not paying attention to my stress levels. I was not paying attention to the stress I was putting my body under because I really wanted to get to the specific goal. And as I mentioned, I learned the hard way. I not only did not like ended up getting the proper conditioning that I needed to be competitive. I ended up not even placing for that show. I was very obviously hurt and frustrated with myself, but I kept asking myself why, why did my body resist so much this time? Why was it such a struggle? And that process, I'm actually so grateful for that experience and everything I learned through that prep because that was a key part as to why I ended up specifically diving into the holistic route. Because before it was very, okay, these are fitness goals. I was like really into training, I was really into like calories and macros and diet that way, but I never took in that stress component. And it has such a huge role that a lot of people don't even consider. They haven't look at it as this supplementary piece of your fitness or your health goals. And especially for fitness, it should actually be a very top priority. It's almost as important as your nutrition and your fitness. because if you're stressed out and your body's stressed out, if you're stressed physically or you're stressed mentally, right, it can really impact, how your body actually responds to your fitness and nutrition changes. And so a lot of people are working hard. Sometimes it's nothing about being lazy or unmotivated or undisciplined. A lot of people work their butt off towards these health and fitness goals, but their body is resisting and they're not taking in consideration their stress. They're not taking in consideration how their body is actually functioning and the stress they're putting their body under and sometimes like less training is actually better less intensity is actually better more rest is actually better eating more is actually better because it produces the amount of stress that is on your body it also helps you feel a lot better and that being said sometimes we can be contributing a lot of stress on ourselves and on our bodies That has nothing to do with our exercise and our diet. And if you're not also considering your mindset, your relationship with food, your happiness, how you actually feel day to day. If again, specifically when it comes to weight loss goals or physique goals, so many women are doing it out of this place of hate. Because they hate their body, they're constantly picking themselves apart, they're stressed out, they feel like a failure, they're in this constant state of negative emotion. And that relays into our nervous system. And again, if you go through every single day and you're like, I hate myself, I hate my body, I hate my job, I hate my life, I hate everything about this. And again, I learned this the hard way. Because originally, I was constantly in this state. I constantly was picking myself apart and hating my body and going into my goals from the state of being extremely unhappy with where I'm at. And it wasn't until... I actually started working towards my goals from a place of love and this positive energy and wanting to make the choices I wanted due to actually taking better care of myself and better care of my body. It wasn't until I also started incorporating stress management practices specifically, incorporating a solid morning routine, prioritizing my sleep, practicing gratitude, writing affirmations, making sure I had a good, healthy relationship with food. When my stress went down, it gave me and my body the opportunity to actually rebalance. And so now I've done tests again, and they're like, no, you're not Celia. You don't have any issues. You're perfectly fine. You're healthy. Your blood work is amazing. I literally had my doctor tell me that he wishes I have the best blood work from all of his patients, and he wishes everybody had blood work like mine. And I used to be a very unhealthy person. I used to be dealing with a lot of these different issues day to day. And the moment I was able to start considering stress as this top priority and working my way down from there, asking myself, how can I optimize my exercise to maintain low stress levels? How can I optimize my nutrition to reduce as much stress off my body as possible? When I made stress a key component to my health, and my health journey, and even my fitness journey, the rest really fell into place. And so again, if you're not taking your stress levels into consideration, and you're in this no pain, no gain, major hustle mode, and not saying having goals and being disciplined and pushing yourself isn't a great thing, but to a certain level, to a certain level. And then if it's you're noticing it is affecting how your body actually functions it is contributing to adrenal imbalances, adrenal dysfunction. If it is contributing to hormonal imbalances, if you're constantly bloated, if your gut is stressed out, if you're developing autoimmune disorders or other health issues, tone it back because you will be amazed at how stress, physical or psychological, will impact your entire body. And it has a huge impact on our gut. And as we talked about at the beginning, our gut, our digestive system, our intestinal system, how we actually break down and absorb foods and nutrients relays into every other system in our body. And it is such a foundational piece of our health that a lot of people don't pay attention to, even if they're getting these red flags and these signs from the body and this feedback from the body that it needs some support. So pay attention to it. And so again, stress has a huge, huge impact on our gut health due to the fact that it can, specifically for digestion, of course, it can play into many other things as well, which I'm not going to dive too deep into it because I want to save those for other episodes, but for our digestion specifically, if we're in a stressed out state while eating meals, running around, scarfing down our meals, not chewing, right? we are in a psychologically stressed out state or we are dealing with a very kind of stressful environment and eating our meals around in a stressful environment, this is going to impact our enzyme production. This is going to impact our stomach acidity or acid production. This is going to impact the breakdown of foods. This is going to impact peristalsis and how that food actually moves through our intestinal system too. And so if we are constantly impairing this day after day after day, and we're not properly breaking down foods, and we're not properly absorbing nutrients, then this can lead into other issues. And this can not only lead into chronic bloating, this can also develop into food sensitivities. This can also contribute to heartburn and acid reflux. And again, the root cause is often stress. For a lot of the women that I work with specifically, because I work with a lot of A-types and goal-driven women who have specific fitness goals and they're working hard every single day, stress is often a key root cause and something that needs to be addressed in order to give our body that opportunity and our gut that opportunity to rebalance and restore itself. So anyways... That is all I have to say today, but I hope that was helpful and I hope you consider these things, especially if you are in a kind of go, go, go mode, that hustle mode. I mean, you're dealing with chronic bloating or you're developing food sensitivity after food sensitivity, or you're struggling with heartburn or acid reflux. Pay attention to these things and take a look at your stress and dig deeper into your physical stress and your psychological stress because they do